Back Nine Development is proud to present Kevin Keatsman Has Issues online at backninedevelopment.com. It's time to sink our teeth into something we've been pushing off to the back burner for quite a while. In fact, the story we're leading with here today involves a note card that I have right here, a little Rush Limbaugh, the way he used to move his paper around. I keep these little note cards of things that I would like to do eventually on the podcast, and I have put an unknown quote on this note card. And it's basically been sitting next to me for maybe six months trying to figure out how to incorporate this into one of the podcasts, but I've been waiting to bust this unknown quote out for you. And I will do that in a couple of moments after explaining what it is the topic that we're going to sink our teeth into today. And it it started with a pretty harmless, regular process going through the different media outlets that I go through to get ready for the podcast. And I came along an opinion piece in the Kansas City Star. It was written by a leftist called Dion Leffler, who in his bio says he's also the director of lay services ministry at United Methodist Church. I believe he could live in Wichita, which saw Eagle and the Kansas City Star share a lot of journalists together. And he wrote a column about school choice. And the tone of his school choice is, I'm a liberal, I'm a Democrat, all the Republicans and conservatives want school choice in Kansas so they can take the $5,103 per year that the state will appropriate toward each student and put it towards either homeschooling or the private school or other school of their choice and spend the money there. Democrats have fought this forever. Liberals have fought this forever. They don't want school choice because they know what's going to happen to their schools. This man has stepped out on a cliff and said, I'm liberal, but I'm sick of these people. I've been covering school board meetings for three years And I'm sick of these people and quote, the sooner they're gone, the better. So this column, this opinion piece that he's written is basically saying, I just want all these conservative parents out of my life and away from the school board meetings and away from our schools. So let's cave as liberals and Democrats in Kansas, Laura Kelly's the governor, and let's give them their way. Let's give them their money. Let's give them their school choice and let's be done with it. The tone of his piece is absolutely dreadful. It is awful. He says good riddance to these people, that they're, they're, they use tribal tripe. They have weird compulsions. They use alternative facts. They want to be sequestered in private academies where no one will question their prejudice and beliefs. And I would ask, who's questioning yours? Because this is the most biased opinion piece I've ever seen. And, and look, I, I'm going to read for you an email that I already sent to this man about the piece that he wrote. I'll share that with you in a moment. Basically, he's allowed to hate, but no one else is, because this is a hate-filled commentary against conservatives. And my question is, who's questioning your prejudices and beliefs? Because liberals are filled with them. He writes in this piece about conservatives at school board meetings, soccer moms at school board meetings, that they believe slaves were happy, Redskins is a compliment. He's tired of the vaccine and mask questioning. He says it's just shocking to hear parents say the vaccine doesn't work and that masks don't work. Hello, the CDC has said that. He says these parents believe that LGBTQ people don't exist if we can get rid of the books in the school. I've seen a million of these meetings. I've not heard some of these things that he's talking about. And then his, of course, final jab, and it's just lazy to write this. He says, these people also believe Fox News is news. 
This is unbelievable. Now, the fact that what he has written about school choice is we give up, we just don't want to be around you, means we're winning. We need to stay on this issue. Remember, the Democrats can't ever win the debate about these issues, about what is in the school. When there's pornography and there's things in third graders' books about gay sex and two moms and all these different things, that has nothing to do with public education. Public education is reading, writing, and arithmetic. And this indoctrinating kids and teaching them things that are supposed to be taught in their home or, God forbid, learned at church on Sunday or synagogue on Saturday, God forbid they pick it up there, those do not belong in the public schools. We have a separation of church and state. We have a right to privacy. We have a bill of rights. These things don't belong in our schools, and these leftists do not understand that. These are things that should not be in school. What they want to do is take it from the home where they believe it is bias or inherently prejudice to say, as you're growing up, your parents say, well, here's how it works. A man and a woman get together and they get married and they have children and they have a family. And this is how, you know, God wants it. This is how we do it in our household. This is how we hope for it for you. They don't, they, they, they can't stand that. We got to get these kids at age seven and teach them before the parents get to them that these other lifestyles are just fine. Encourage them to explore their sexuality at age seven and become something that they don't see in their home. It's outrageous. The whole prospect of this is outrageous. And if we get to a point where both sides agree on school choice, liberals in this country are doomed. They are absolutely doomed because even Democrat parents will put their kids in schools with conservative values. They will. They will because it's what they want for their kids. I'm not talking about the, the far left fringe left liberal, okay, that sex or perversion or any of these other things that they're all involved in, you know, the, the, the quest for reparations and, you know, anything that is, has to do with social something, that that's the number one thing in their life. If a social issue is number one in their life, those aren't the people I'm talking about. I'm also not talking about the people on the right, that the number one issue in their life is, you know, pro-life or abortion is the number one thing in their life. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about the people in the middle, everyone else, the 80% of Americans who are like, okay, we don't deal in extremes. We don't really, this is not, these are not the most important things, but we damn sure don't want our kids seeing this stuff in school. We'll deal with it at home and deal with our own children and teach them as they grow up on a timetable that we as parents set. So this guy has uh, the, the most unbelievable hate-filled column I've ever read. He, he gets into diversity, equity, and inclusion and how, MAGA Republicans are against that because they think it's all critical race theory. And of course, that equals communism. I mean, this is completely unhinged hate in this column. Now, mostly only far left loons are reading this thing because it's at the Star's website. But I wrote Mr. Leffler an email. And here's what I wrote I completely respect your opinions about school choice and our education system and what you believe is okay to be taught to our children. We disagree on this greatly, but that's okay. What is shocking to me is the outrageous bias, ill will, and lack of inclusion toward people that disagree with you. Liberals are constantly talking about inclusion, but absolutely never want to include conservatives. It comes off as hateful and seems petty at best. I honestly feel bad for people that have hate in their heart every day toward any group of people. You're clearly leading the way with your liberal privilege 
in the only culturally approved hate left in America. It appears your outlet encourages hate against conservatives and approves of you and others carrying bias against them in every single thing you write. DEI, not for you, not for the star. And then I signed it, Kevin Keatsman. Kevin Keatsman has issues podcast, Crooked Tail Media, Lenexa, Kansas. And I left him my phone number. We'll see if I hear from him. But the jumping off point here, again, with this note card that I had, and I've been waiting for the story that properly demonstrates this, is something that was sent to me several months ago by a listener. And the author of this is unknown, but it is absolutely spot on. And if you remember one thing this week from one podcast at KKHI, I want you to remember this. Now, again, am I doing what he did in his column? Perhaps, but I'm, I'm doing something completely different than what he's doing. This guy covers school boards, and he's just said this is outrageous. And by the way, he's made stuff up here about, you know, that these moms are showing up trying to tell school boards that slaves were happy. I mean, this is just absurd. He's, it, it's so off the, what he has written is so outrageous and off the deep end that you can't take it seriously. So misleading isn't even the word for what he's written. What I'm going to read for you is a quote from an unknown author that is just an opinion of something you may believe to be true. And it does not, it does not give one single factual error example about liberals. It does not accuse them of saying this when this is actually the truth. It doesn't accuse, like all these different things that I've given to you were basically lies about conservatives. He did nothing but make things up about conservatives. Or they live in some bubble world where they actually believe this stuff because they spread it around between each other. And once they all gossip it, it becomes true. I'm, I'm looking for the school board video where a parent showed up and said, stop teaching my kids critical race theory because slaves were happy and slavery was good. I'm looking for that video. Please point me to that parent. So he's, he's lied in order to try to, what, convince people that his crazy, bigoted view of conservative Americans is okay? It's not. His bias is the only accepted bias in America. It's okay to be biased against conservatives. That's it, especially conservative white men. It's plenty fine to pile on those people in this country. It is okay. Diversity, equity, and inclusion does not include conservatives. And it most specifically doesn't include conservative white men. You're out. You do, there's no DEI for you. That doesn't exist. We're out to get you. You're the problem. So this was sent to me, and this is the classic example. This, this, this is the best thing you'll hear this week on the podcast, and it goes like this. The Democrat Party is the world's most successful hate group. It attracts poor people who hate rich people, black people who hate white people, gay people that hate straight people, feminists who hate men, environmentalists who hate the internal combustion engine, and a lot of bratty kids who hate their parents. However, the real secret of the party's success is that it attracts the support of journalists who hate Republicans and conservatives and who, therefore, work tirelessly to convince the rest of us we should all vote for Democrats. That's exactly right. That is exactly right. And that piece in the Kansas City Star is the shining example of what's wrong in America, what's wrong with journalism in America, how you can somehow convince people that the high ground 
in this land is to understand and wake up every day and live for diversity, equity, and inclusion, for social justice, for love, for all of these things, for reparations, that you should be thinking about this always. But it doesn't include everyone. It only includes the chosen ones that vote for liberals and doing things for them. People who vote the other way get nothing out of diversity, equity, and inclusion. We don't have to include them in anything. We can hate them. We can go to their pro-life rallies and throw things at them and spray paint at them and, and go to churches and do all these violent things against people that are, you know, anti-abortion or church or religious. We can say hateful things about religion. We can say hateful things about white people. We can say whatever we want and say these people were the problems, that colonists are the problem in America. We can do all that. To me, the words diversity and inclusion means everyone. Inclusion, there, there, there's nothing, the mere definition of the word means everyone. Inclusion. We're going to include everyone in the American experience. But see, they don't want that on the left. They want to pick and choose who they include and keep the rest of us out. It's their chosen game. And I truly feel bad for this man's worldview. He thinks he's on some higher ground than we are, and he doesn't understand. They don't understand conservatives. The basis of conservative principles, for me anyway, and I think for most of you, is I got me, you got you. That's the way it works. I'm not going to hinder you. I'm not going to try to stop you. I'm not going to be biased against you or judge you. You live your life. I'll live mine. If I don't like certain things about the way you live, you may not be my friend. And you may not want to go to church with me. I get it. We're different. It doesn't mean we all have to be best friends. But we can accept one another for what we are. Just don't force what you're doing on me or my family. And I won't force what I'm doing on you or your family. That's inclusion, and the left won't have it. They won't allow it. If you're wondering why I haven't covered the, the Memphis thing where the kid got shot or killed by the cops, and they had the big funeral yesterday, and everybody ran it live, and they're, I don't know, going to have a monument, and Kamala Harris was there in the whole deal. I, I, come on. I'm so past these stories. This was five black cops killed a black kid, and, and why? Is that white racism? I'm not even, I'm not, no, I'm not doing it. I am not doing it on this podcast. You can get enough of that Shinola somewhere else. Not here. Not here. It's manufactured hate. It's manufactured. It's manufactured by the left, and we just read the definition of it. And the journalists behind it are the reason why it works. They work tirelessly to convince the rest of us that we're all bad, and you should vote for Democrats. Uh, his name, again, is Dion Leffler at the Kansas City Star, if you're interested. Dion Leffler, if you want to go read it. I just, I can't imagine waking up hating a group of people like that. And it isn't just hating them. You know, I, I don't like liberalism, 
but I don't make things up about what they say and do. I, you don't. You don't have to. You don't have to with them. It's it's just there. So it's a totally different set of circumstances. All right, KKHI is brought to you by Window World, our original title sponsor of KKHI. Been with us from day one, and before that, many many years in radio. Spent a little time with John at the playoff game against Jacksonville a couple of weeks ago. What a good dude. They're nice people. They work all over Kansas and Missouri, parts of Iowa and Illinois. No matter where you live, you can get that world-famous Window World customer service. J.D. Power & Associates, again, has awarded Window World the number one rating for customer satisfaction in windows and doors. You can get a free analysis and estimate at your home, whether you just need one window that's broken or you're looking to do some sliding doors out to your deck or your patio or front doors. They've got it all online at windowworld.com. American-made products, lifetime warranty, 0% financing. What else you got to know? Dude's a personal friend of mine. His company is going to take care of you. Windowworld.com. 816-799-0820. That's 816-799-0820. Simply the best for less. Window World is the official windows of your Kansas City Chiefs. Roberts Robinson, Chevrolet Buick GMC in Excelsior Springs. I've heard from many of you that have worked with Tim Trader on building your new GM. A great way to get your new Chevy Silverado or GMC Sierra or an SUV, a Yukon, Denali. Beautiful, unbelievable trucks. The Suburban, they've got it all at Roberts Robinson, Chevrolet Buick GMC. And they would love to build the perfect vehicle for you. It only takes a few weeks and you get it exactly like you like it. They apply every single discount. Then they give you a lifetime warranty free. You're going to save money and do business with great conservatives. RobertsRobinson.com. Ask for Tim on the showroom floor at 816-826-1563. Just call him and say, Kevin already told me, just call you and let's get this done. I want to save some money and get exactly what I want. 816-826-1563, online at robertsrobinson.com. And Daniel Hanks and his team at Earth Effects Outdoor Living, spring is right around the corner. It's time to get on the schedule for your landscape project. Maybe you need some new shrubs, bushes, a little uh, wall, a water feature, or some, um, you know, I got a little rock river I need to build this spring and, and take care of with some drainage. They do it all. They also do hardscapes. So if you're looking to build an outdoor patio with a fire pit or an outdoor kitchen, any of these cool projects, Earth Effects Outdoor Living is here for you. They've been in business over 25 years. Outdoor living and landscaping anywhere in the Kansas City area, Missouri or Kansas, they're the best in the city. Call Daniel at 816-215-9332. That's 816-215-9332. They can also be your landscape company. They can just, you know, they can do all your yard, anything that you're currently doing. If you want to make a switch, these are your boys right here. Earth Effects Outdoor Living. That's eeoutdoor.com. Eeoutdoor.com. Pretty simple stuff right there. Log on, check them out. Eeoutdoor.com and get your project scheduled for this spring. Hey, we got a new area code in Kansas City. Anybody know about this? Area codes used to be a big thing. You know, you had to dial them to go across state lines or whatever. Now, not so much, but sometimes, because it's most of the people that you call, you know, their their contacts, they're in your phone, and you don't even know their phone number. A lot of times people will ask me, what's, uh, what's your son's number? I don't know what my son's number is. I'll have to look that one up for you. And I'll, I'll get back to you on that. But apparently they're running out of phone numbers in the 816 area code and beginning 
maybe as soon as October. If you go get a number, if you move here from somewhere else, you change your number or you want to get a new cell phone and change your number or whatever, the new area code is going to be 975. Now, the 816 stays, but there'll be two area codes where the 816 currently is, and all new numbers going forward will be 975. You can keep your number. You're not going to lose your 816, but you will have to start dialing all 10. If you live within that area code, you can't just plug in the number. You'll have to put 975 in or 816 to do those. And this is going to happen in October. I'm not sure exactly what this means. I, I, I know it means we're growing a little bit. The numbers are limited. The numbers are out, whatever. But we also live at a time where so many people change their mobile phone service and maybe even change their phone numbers. We just switched ours, and Spencer had been on our plan because he does the podcast and stuff. It's a company plan. Crooked Tail Media takes care of the phones. And I said, listen, for the weekend podcasts and stuff you do, I'll be more than happy to provide you a cell phone. He needed a new phone, and I, I took care of that. And so this is a great trade-off. You do a little work for me. I take a little care of you. You're earning it. And as we branched off and got rid of that plan and switched to something else, he's going on a plan with his fiance as they're getting married in October. And the knucklehead changed his phone number. And I'm like, well, you know, you didn't have to do that. And he goes, yeah, it was kind of a pain in the rear to keep it, which it is. They make it really hard to keep your number. It was kind of a pain in the rear to keep it. And you know what, dad, to be honest, I got some people in there that know my number and stuff that I just kind of want to say goodbye to. <laughs> Look, the apple doesn't fall far. Are you kidding me? That was fantastic to hear that. You got some peeps that have had your number since you were like 16, and you kind of don't want them to have your number anymore. I completely get that. That was so awesome to hear. So he's got a new number. It gets tangled with the old number in my phone. I'll figure it all out eventually, but I just I thought that was great. Uh, and we tie that in with the 975 area code coming soon to you, where the 816 is. All right, I was going to start our sports coverage here today with the Chiefs because, you know, they're playing in the Super Bowl. But after watching Missouri win last night, we got to start right there. I, I would just put the headline on the Missouri basketball team right now. Oh, looky, look at me. Started great, had some disappointment, couple of losses where you went, well, maybe they're not very good. And looky, look at the Missouri Tigers, now 17-5, and 5-4 five, five and four in the SEC. Are you kidding me? Did you watch them on Wednesday night? This was a freak show. Missouri shot 56% as a team. Kobe Brown, look, other players this year have scored more points in a game than Kobe Brown did Wednesday night, but he did score 26, which isn't easy in a college basketball game. I want to read this line to you. I want you to tell me if any player in any game this year has been this good. Like, I'm trying. He did one thing wrong, near as I can tell, the entire night. He missed one three-point shot, which just shouldn't be allowed, should it? Kobe Brown, on his 26 points, was 10 of 11 from the field, 5 of 6 from 3. He had 8 rebounds, 5 assists, and 2 steals. You're kidding me. I mean, that, that is an unbelievable college basketball line. That's crazy. That's nearly perfection. Missouri shot 56% as a team. They've won three in a row. They've, they've hit 43 three-pointers in the three-game winning streak, which is a school record. 43 trays in three games? Are you kidding me? And on Wednesday night, 
They had 26 assists in the game against LSU. That's also got to be a record. 26 assists. Putting 87 on the board. They win 87-77. They led all night. Uh, Missouri's, Missouri is over in the corner, right? They got put in timeout there for a little bit. We're like, okay, well, what exactly is Mizzou this year? Here's what I like about Mizzou. All right, are they final four? I think Missouri and K-State have this in common. They're having exceptional years with first-year head coach and older players, and they've surpassed anyone's expectation. Do not fall into the trap. Missouri did this earlier in the year. K-State did it later in the year. The fan bases fell into a trap that, hey, we could be a one or a two seed and make the final four and win the league and all these great things. Neither of the teams looks like that kind of team to me. They both look like they could get the right draws and matchups in the tournament, make a run and maybe make the Elite Eight, but they don't look like final four teams to me. Neither one really can count on its defense. And at some point, you're going to need stops to win that big game in the NCAA tournament. And neither one of them really hangs their hat on being able to get stops. We've seen that sort of exacerbated here over the last month or two with these two squads. But my God, can they score? And are they exciting? And do they go up and down the floor? And they're better. This is, the, this is really important. Missouri is better than all the other teams they're supposed to be better than. Like, okay, LSU got off to a hot start this year. They're really good early but they've only won one conference game. So this is not the game you mess around with. You're supposed to go out and play well and beat them. But my God, 56%. And, and Kobe goes 26 points, 10 out of 11, five of six from three with eight rebounds, five assists, two steals. That's just abusing your opponent. The final score doesn't reflect that, but that's just abusing your opponent. You've gone three games in a row and you've made 43 three-pointers in the three-game win streak. That's just awesome. I, and I'm, I'm bringing this up because this was a big point for me a couple of weeks ago. I'm like, Missouri, if they just beat the teams they're supposed to beat the rest of the way, hell, they might be a four or five seed. They're, they're going to be really, really highly seeded in the NCAA tournament. And it's the same thing with K-State. If they just beat most of the teams they're not tied with, if they don't you know, lose to West Virginia and Texas Tech and Oklahoma and, and schools like that, if they if they roll those games out, they can afford to lose to, they lost to Kansas this week. They can afford to lose a game to Texas, Baylor, somebody good. They absolutely can. If they beat the other teams, you won't believe what their record looks like. If they just beat the bottom of the conference now. Now that's no given. The bottom of the conference can be hard to beat in the Big 12, a little harder than the SEC, but I don't care. Missouri's doing it and they're doing it with style points and they look good. And these two coaches that have signed up at these two schools, this is one of the most impressive things I've ever seen. I mean, I had zero hope for Missouri or K-State this year, really. I mean, you you saw these transfers come in, you're like, okay, good luck with that. You just brought in everyone new. You know, they're all from smaller schools, essentially, or have an asterisk by their name. Something happened. And you just bring them in and put them together and start beating everybody? Why are schools recruiting freshmen? That's my question. Why, are, why is Dennis Gates or Jerome Tang at this point, why are they even recruiting freshmen? I mean, okay, one or two a year, but just turn your roster over right and left. Go get the old men. These 23, 24-year-old players are better than the 18-year-old players and 19-year-old players. If you get a special recruit, you go get them and you put them in your program and you hope they stay a year or two, right? Or three and really become a stud. You do that. I'm okay with that. But the days of going out and, I don't know how many, let's say Missouri's losing five players this year. 
going out and replacing them with five freshmen sounds like bad business to me. How about two freshmen and three transfers? <laughs> right? Pick and choose the transfers that fit best what you do. You've got plenty of film on them. You know who they are. The, it's the wild, wild west out there right now. Nobody's, you're not getting in any trouble for contacting them. Just go find who you want and get them. All they got to do is be at a lesser school. You want to come play in the SEC? Come to Mizzou. Oh, you're going to be 23 years old and a super senior next year? We want you. I am not bad-mouthing either one of these coaches. What I'm telling you is I'm astounded that it's worked. And if it works this well, they're both proving it works this well at K-State and Missouri. If it works this well, why go away from it? Why not include that in what you do? Look, even Kansas took in McCuller this year from Texas Tech. Kansas is taking a transfer a year. Maybe that's not enough. Maybe Kansas is taking too many freshmen. I don't, I don't know where this is headed. I don't know where it's headed. I just know this. Old basketball teams win. Kansas won the national title last year because they were old. They were old. They were really old. They kept those kids in school. Amazingly, they kept them in and kept them from going pro, but they did. Now, can they keep Grady Dick this year? What a move that would be. How much is that going to cost? That's at least a million dollars for nine months' work. They're going to need to come up with NIL for Grady Dick to keep him from going pro. I'm not putting that past Kansas at all. I think that's quite possible they will come up with the money to keep Grady Dick in college. Hell, his parents may even think, you know what? Maybe he's a little too young to go off and live that lifestyle. Let's do another year of college. That's a real decision to make. It's not like even if he got hurt, the NBA isn't going to take him, and they probably have an insurance policy on him. These become decisions for parents to make and for schools to go find the money to keep their players. I'd put it at 50-50 right now that Grady Dick is back. Some people think it's 90% that he's gone. Kansas is good at growing their players. They're good at taking a freshman, putting the seed in the ground, and watching it grow and blossom. And keep them in school until you're ready to go win a Final Four. And I think they'll do that with Grady Dick. Jalen Wilson is back. He could be National Player of the Year. How's that guy back? <laughs> How is he playing at Kansas? Oh, he went off and some people said, well, maybe you're not quite ready. Really? You're ready a year older? As good as he is right now, and this is absolutely fact, nobody wants to hear this, you actually improve more by going pro than by staying in college. You don't really improve more by staying in college. You may be able to show more to more NBA teams. They may be able to see you if you're Jalen Wilson, but he didn't get better by staying. He got better, uh, but he didn't get, let's see, he did get better by staying, but he would have gotten even better than that by going pro. That's still a fact. This is wild, man. Mizzou is something else. They really, truly are. All right, football coming up in just a moment as the Chiefs are headed to the Super Bowl. It's all brought to you by Buck Roofing and Construction online at rbuckroofing.com. Ron Buck's team is available 24-7 if you have an emergency. Keep this phone number in your contacts, 913-384-2680. They do free roof inspection. Winter's ending here in the next few weeks. Why don't you set up an appointment for a couple weeks from now? Come on out, take a look at my roof, tell me what we have here. He is so honest. There, most times he goes and looks at the roof. He says, you're good to go. Or, hey, there's a couple little shingles up here. I had to nail them back down, or we might want to replace those. Very small job. Call me back in three to five years, and we'll look at this thing again. Almost every house he goes to, that's what happens. And it's a great feeling to know your roof is okay. Ron Buck is your guy. 913-384-2680. You'll sleep well knowing Buck Roofing fixed the roof over your head.
Advanced Medical Imaging is online at medimageks.com. I got another email from a listener who said they went to Advanced Medical Imaging, had the heart scan done, said, I got a pretty high score. I'm going to see a cardiologist. I would not have seen this. He seemed a little down about it. And I said, hey, man, these doctors are unbelievable. Here's the great thing. Now you know. If it's going to happen to you either way, now you know. This is preventive medicine. This should absolutely be covered by insurance. It's typically not, but it's also under 100 bucks to go get the scan done. You get a complete plaque score on your heart. They see it all. They also see all the other organs in your torso. Of course, advanced medical imaging is really great when it comes to MRIs and CT scans. They have the biggest quietest, most comfortable machines ever. Oh, and by the way, the heart scan, you don't take your clothes off. There's none of that. They put the little electrodes under your shirt. I've also had people email and say, hey, I didn't know it was this easy. People don't like to go to the doctor. There's no taking your clothes off. You just lay down on the machine. They put the little electrodes under your shirt. This is really, really easy. Uh, but if you need an MRI or a CT scan, man, this is the place to go. A lot of times you get hooked up in some big hospital chain. It could be three weeks before you get your scan. Well, if you've got a problem and you need an MRI or a CT scan, no waiting. Advanced Medical Imaging, online at medimageks.com or call 785-856-0224. Remember, all these sponsors are at the KK List, thekklist.com. If you don't remember our sponsors or any, they're all there, thekklist.com. Great businesses like Advantage Termite and Pest Control, online at advantagetpc.com. That's Advantage TPC. Oh, I saw this morning, unrelated note, the Super Bowl coverage. Fox News is doing crazy Super Bowl coverage because Fox has the Super Bowl this year. Their morning show, Steve Ducey, is headed to the Big Biscuit in Lenexa tomorrow morning. The the Fox and Friends morning show will be in Lenexa tomorrow at the Big Biscuit with Chiefs fans. If you want to go and show up and wear your Chiefs gear, that's what it's all about, Big Biscuit in Lenexa. That is where I go get carry out about once a month on Sunday mornings. And bring it back for Jessica, who likes to sleep in. She likes the veggie omelet. She gets the same thing every time. I'm a moving target. There's so many good things at Big Biscuit. I'm a moving target. Just how it works. They're good folks. Really nice folks. And the Fox and Friends Morning Show will be there on Friday morning with Steve Ducey, who's from Kansas City. I believe he went to Shawnee Mission West or one of the Shawnee Mission schools. So obviously coming home to visit some family and do the morning show there at the Big Biscuit in Lenexa. All right, the Chiefs are obviously getting ready for the Super Bowl. Here's a little nugget pertaining to Tom Brady's retirement. The Kansas City Chiefs were the only, this is regular season only, not postseason. The Kansas City Chiefs were the only one, the only NFL team. This includes all 32 teams because he played for two teams. The Kansas City Chiefs, the only team of 32 teams to have a winning record against Tom Brady. The Chiefs were 6-5 and five against Brady in the regular season. They're the only one. Buffalo Bills had it the worst playing in the division. The Buffalo Bills against Tom Brady, 3-33. and 33. <laughs> That's insane. Uh, crazy. The Chiefs were the only team to have a winning record over Tom Brady in his career. That's awesome. All right, the big story here that everybody wants to talk about with the Chiefs is the injury report, and we're a long way away from what the injury report could be next week. So don't be too alarmed, but the Chiefs have twice as many players on their injury report as the Eagles. So I'm going to hit a couple of these and just kind of give you an update of where they are. Here are the four players that did not practice at all, do not, did not participate. That's how they're listed on the injury report. McCole Hardman, 
Juju Smith-Schuster, Kadarius Toney, and Legereus Sneed. Now, this is obviously very important. Very important. These are key players. That's three targets for Patrick Mahomes. McCole Hardman had a pelvis injury, was out for a long time. He went back in, he got popped, and it looks like he hurt the pelvis again. I wouldn't hold out any hope that McCole Hardman's going to play. Juju Smith-Schuster with the knee, they're not ruling him out, so we assume it's something maybe he can come back from and go. Kadarius Toney is ankle and hamstring. I don't care about the ankle that much. He should be ready to go on that. The hamstring is concerning because it's bothered him all year. And it looks like it tweaked again. Legereus Sneed concussion, I will put at 99.9% that he plays. So if you're worried about Sneed back there, the concussion protocol is the easiest thing to beat once they pull you out of a game. Now we're talking two weeks. You know, Legereus Sneed's going to play. I don't think concussion is going to keep him out. All right, limited participants were uh, guard Trey Smith and linebacker Willie Gay. And then full participants, although still listed with maladies, Isaiah Pacheco with a wrist. We're not going to be bothered by a wrist on a running back, right? Jarek McKinnon, plural, ready? Plural, ankles. (laughs) I love that one. He's got two bad wheels, but he's a full participant. McKinnon will play. Pacheco will play. Justin Watson, illness, is back and participating. you got to believe he's going to play. And Patrick Mahomes, full participant. Uh, He's the quarterback of the Chiefs, if you hadn't heard, and they list it as an ankle injury. So there's what the Chiefs have going on. For the Eagles, they list five players that didn't haven't done anything, uh, do, not, do not participate. Cam Jurgens, the center, Landon Dickerson, a guard, Lane Johnson, offensive tackle, Robert Quinn, defensive end, and Avante Maddox, cornerback. We'll keep an eye on how those are listed going down the road. The Chiefs simply uh, list nothing here, okay? So, the, I mean, I'm sorry, the Eagles list nothing. The Chiefs listed what would have been if they were out there practicing. They, they were just trying to follow the NFL protocol. So there's your estimated injury report, the Chiefs' first official injury report of the Super Bowl process, and it's estimate. these were estimated, and we'll see how it all plays out as it continues over time. Very excited about this game. The Kelsey Bowl. Um, you know, I've been to Big Charlie's. You guys been to Big Charlie's in Philadelphia? The Chiefs bar in Philadelphia? What a wonderful group of people that is. They're going to have a blast on Super Bowl Sunday. They're right in the heart of Philadelphia. It's a neighborhood bar in Philly. These East Coast towns, their neighborhoods are just different. They're zoned different than here. Everything's different. Big Charlie's is kind of a hole-in-the-wall place. I watched a Chiefs game there. It is a wild scene. It's crazy. We covered the Army-Navy game one year in Philadelphia and took a late flight the next day because the Chiefs were playing the 1 o'clock game, essentially. 1 o'clock there, noon here. And we went to Big Charlie's to watch the game. They were they used to call into my radio show. The proprietors there would call in to the radio show. Hey, hey, we're Big Charlie's. And they love it, man. It's nothing but Chiefs fans. And they'll have, they'll go past fire code. They'll probably pack close to like 75 people in that place, all Chiefs fans for the Super Bowl. So keep your eye out for that. you probably see some stories on that. Can you imagine a giant Chiefs bar? And everybody in Philadelphia knows about this place. Like Dick Vermeil went there. NFL Films did a documentary on it. This is not some place that, you know, there's a place over here by me that calls itself an Oklahoma bar that nobody knows. Right? You just, no, everybody in Philadelphia knows about this place. Eagles fans know about it. So this is crazy that the Chiefs and the Eagles are playing each other. We got the Kelseys. We got the Andy Reid connection. We got Big Charlies. There's a lot going on here. Dick Vermeil has coached both. There's a lot of, a lot to this game. And I think that's, 
That's really, really cool. If you're looking for a new television for the big game, bstock.net is the place to go. Their feature special this week is Samsung The Frame. This is the kind that you can put pictures of your kids or grandkids or any kind of photos or artwork on the television when you're not playing something. It becomes artwork on the wall and looks like a picture frame. And you could put any of tens of thousands of different photos or landscapes or whatever or artwork on the frame. It's pretty cool. They're $300 less than Best Buy right now at bstock.net, 14680 South Flaming Road. Of course, they've got the 8K TVs, the high-end great stuff. If that's what you're looking for. They will save you thousands on many of those. And they love offering just incredible deals like a Dell laptop with Windows 10 Pro installed, just $299. Heck, Windows 10 Pro installed is a $200 value at most places. Save big. They'll ship that laptop anywhere to you. Or to your company if you need a dozen of them for your sales reps. Save big at bstock.net, 14680 South Flaming Road. MyPillow.com and MyStore.com. Folks, when it's time to refresh your MyPillow or get the slippers or the bed topper or the classic sheets or a dog bed or any of the great products that Mike Lindell has there at MyPillow.com and MyStore.com, use the promo code KKHI. It is the maximum discount you can get. The promo code is KKHI at MyPillow.com and MyStore.com. We appreciate your support. It's a great way to support the podcast. If you need some new sheets or slippers or buying a gift for someone, the MyPillows are great. I sleep on a MyPillow every night and have for over 15 years. Love the product. Love the company. Mike Lindell did something really interesting the other night. Did you see he went on the Jimmy Kimmel show? He put out a tweet before he did. He goes, I know they're going to try to make fun of me, we have to reach people about voter fraud. We've got to reach people about voter fraud. So I'm willing to go on here and be mocked or made fun of in order to get the word out about voter fraud. And he went on, and it wasn't comfortable, and that's the way it goes. Mike Lindell, for all of you know the, the things that people may think or say or whatever, dude's a warrior. He's out there doing his best. We need more people out there just doing their best for America. Mike Lindell would certainly do that. MyPillow.com, MyStore.com for products other than the sheets and bedding and pillows and things like that. MyStore.com, promo code KKHI. All right, so the Chiefs are headed to the big game. And if you are, and I know a couple of people are doing this, if you're considering going, there's a lot of different ways to do this. The hotel rooms are very expensive, obviously, in Phoenix. Tickets aren't cheap. But I can save you a little bit of money at ticketsforless.com. All right, they're going to do a discount even on Super Bowl tickets at ticketsforless.com using the promo code KKHI. So the discount varies, I think, depending on seat and things like that. So it could be 5% off, could be more, it could be, but, but it is savings at checkout, promo code KKHI. Ticketsforless.com, the price you see is what you pay. There's never a service feed. Everything's transparent. For almost 20 years, Tickets for Less has served the Kansas City area, helping thousands and thousands of fans go to Royals playoff runs, Chiefs playoff games, the Mahomes era. Shop for your tickets now at ticketsforless.com. Or if you're like me, you need more guidance, call one of their friendly associates at 913-685-3322. They can help guide you through this process. Don't forget the promo code works for anything else. If you're looking for Royals opening day or Bruce Springsteen at T-Mobile Center, any of these things, use promo code KKHI. The next time you buy tickets, 
Go to ticketsforless.com and use the promo code KKHI. It will always be good. As long as they're a sponsor, the promo code will be good. It'll vary how much it is, depending on your seats and the event and things like that. Memories for Life start at ticketsforless.com. They're awesome. If you're going to the Super Bowl, you're considering it, check out ticketsforless.com. Just call them. 913-685-3322. They're really good people. They've grown from four employees to 90. I feel like we've been a part of that the whole way. I've been one of their spokespersons for almost two decades now and was really there at the very beginning, very start of their company. I'm proud to be associated with them. They're awesome. The Royals have continued their listening tour. I don't know how much you follow to this. The owner, John Sherman, goes out there and a bunch of other people that nobody knows, and they had empty seats. They went to Independence, and there weren't very many people there. It was weird. The Royals are on a listening tour about building a new stadium, and a lot of people say they're, you know, all behind it, or we got to do this, or we're all excited, or we're against it, or whatever. It's a bad sign if the Royals are sending the owner out to listening tours in the community in their empty seats. That is not a good sign. That does not show that the community, well, what it shows me is the community doesn't care. That most people are looking at this going, well, this sounds like a pipe dream. Again, I heard, I hate to categorize them as liberals, but they are. I heard people on sports radio in this town over the last few months say, this has got to be rushed. We got to get this done and over by the World Cup in 26. So the Royals aren't there mucking that thing up, get them downtown and the Royals want all these people to come from all over the world and see their new stadium and have the amenities and the, the bars and restaurants and stuff open around it because that's going to be in the summer of 26. And the Royals want all that revenue. They got to get this done. by. And I laughed when I heard it. Like, we're not going to have a new stadium for 2026. You, you can't do it that fast. They haven't selected a site yet. They want $2 billion. And a lot of this is going to come from taxpayers. I just, I get so disappointed in the media and maybe, maybe I'm more experienced than younger people that have microphones and do things, but it's embarrassing to hear some of the stuff they say. It's embarrassing. They have no idea how hard this is going to be for the Royals, what this process is going to be like. And now here's John Sherman out doing a listening tour where apparently nobody cares to show up. It's sad. It really is. At the same time, because they like to grab headlines in conjunction with the listening tour. There are now community groups. I don't know how else to describe them. They're not real labor unions. There are community groups in Kansas City, Missouri, you know, downtown, that are organizing, and they have demands of their own. They're saying that we will have worker demands, that we're organizing as a community, and we're going to get together, and 50% of your employees will be from underserved neighborhoods down here where you're building this ballpark or all hell's going to break loose on you. We will A reign of liberal terror is headed for Royals' ownership if you don't succumb to our demands of 50% of the people you hire from underserved neighborhoods. What the hell is an underserved neighborhood? Is this a neighborhood that doesn't have streets or streetlights? It doesn't have sewers? It doesn't have running water? It doesn't have bathrooms? Is that an underserved neighborhood? What is an underserved neighborhood? Underserved by who? The government, I, 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 they have more potholes than I do. You don't want to be driving through my neighborhood. We keep popping tires right and left. There's still construction going on around here. There are nails all the time. We're underserved. I've never seen the Lenexa street cleaner come in here and brush my street clean. It's been a muddy construction mess for a year. 
Never once have I seen anybody try to clean it up. I'm underserved. What the hell is an underserved neighborhood? Anyway, 50% of the employees are going to have to be from there, or these people are going to rain their holy terror on the royals. They want a wage floor. That means we want a minimum wage, and it's going to be high. We'll tell you what that wage is going to be because it's going to be a living wage, and we're going to compare it to living wages in New York and California, and damn it, royals, you're going to pay for this. And if anybody gets displaced from here, you're paying for their housing. You're doing it. Affordable housing for those that are displaced. This is... We don't even know where it's being built. We don't know anything about the thing other than the owner is on a listening tour and nobody's showing up. That's all we know at this point. I, I have no clue what's going to happen here. John Sherman did say this week, we will be the largest investor in this project. Well, I believe that. The Royals will be the largest investor. That doesn't even mean they're paying for half of it. You could be the largest investor on a $2 billion stadium. You could put $400 million in and be the single largest investor. You could be. I don't know how they're going to try to structure this. They're going to model it after the KCI union contract. That's the model. All right. They say it will take three years and 20,000 workers to build a stadium. That I believe. That I believe. So three well, three years from now would be February of 26. There's no, they're not open for the World Cup. They haven't picked a site. How can you even design a stadium until you have a site? I, this is absurd. So this is... Long-term planning, the Royals are out in front of this. Their lease expires in 2030. They wanted to get out in front of it. I mean, it'd be a miracle if they're up and running by 27. But that's okay. And again, I'm for a downtown stadium. I'm cool with all this, as long as the taxpayers aren't getting ripped off here. Royals got to put a bunch in, period. Because a lot of this is commercial development. The stadium's a billion. Then they want to do another billion commercial development around it, where they make money off things that are not baseball. They have every right to do that. Go find your private money and do it. Little thing we call KKHI right here. Tell your friends about it. Don't forget to hit that like, follow, or subscribe button. Many of you have jumped on board this week and become patrons. I sent you the patron post of the pictures that we had from Pebble Beach. We'll do another newsletter this weekend. And we did a patron podcast yesterday. We'll do Between the Lines 2.0 with Danny Klinkscale on this Thursday, just for the patrons. That's always interesting and fun. Talk sports with Danny. If you'd like to join, click on Become a Patron. Do it on your laptop or your desktop. It's easier than on your phone. To sign up, it's only five bucks a month. We do two to three podcasts a week and a newsletter every weekend. I think you'll enjoy it. It's a little different. The content there is a little different than what we do here. We try to mix it up and, and do some different things. So hopefully you enjoy that. If you, if you can't do that and you don't do that, just tell your friends about the podcast. Have them hit like, follow, or subscribe. That's absolutely free. We'd certainly appreciate having them on board as we're getting close to 26,000 daily followers of Kevin Keatsman as issues. Thanks for listening to Kevin Keatsman has issues presented by Roberts Robinson Chevrolet Buick GMC to get exclusive patrons only podcasts, receive a weekly newsletter and attend in-person patrons only parties. Visit KKHasIssues.com and become a patron today. This has been a production of Crooked Tail Media Incorporated. (laughs) 